Now we come to Sarah Palin. Ah, Sarah Palin. I, I, I did take kind of an oath not to mention her all, not to give her any credence, but you just can't. Mama Grizzly's just too prominent. Okay, Sarah Palin, the former half-term Alaska governor. Remember, she quit. Nobody's talking about the fact that she's a quitter. She can't take the heat, and she she quit under an ethics scandal. No, it's just Sarah Palin, you know, the, the burbly um, beauty queen. All right, the former half-term Alaska governor tried to capitalize on the spill with an unusually awkward, I told you so. Palin tweeted out to extreme greenies to gloat that the spill vindicates drill baby drill. With a caveat, here's what here's her tweet. Extreme greenies, see now why we push drill baby drill of known reserves and promising fines in safe onshore places like ANWR. Now do you get it? Wow, I sure get it, Sarah. Of course, her constant refrain has actually been that America should all should allow drilling just about everywhere and right away. And what's safe about the ANWR? Well, we'll just have to look into that. Number four, one of my favorite bozos from the South, Haley Barber. The Mississippi governor has repeatedly insisted that the oil spill isn't worth fretting over. It isn't anything like Exxon Valdez, he said. No, it's bigger, Haley. Well, well, that's what Barber claims because he ain't checking his facts. And he has compared the crude itself to caramel mousse, a nice oil caramel mousse dessert for Haley Barber. Make that too. He's a big man and to toothpaste. Now, (laughs) there's a flavor I haven't experienced in the morning. And also, he's compared it to the fuel sheen surrounding speedboats. I won't go there. Number five, John, eternal suntan bomber. I think the people responsible in the oil spill, BP and the federal government, should take full responsibility for what's happening here, Bomer said at his weekly press conference in June. Later that day, his office was forced to publicly say Bomer believes BP should pay for everything. Oh, really? The spill for which the federal government has got to take some responsibility. Oh, really? Republican and responsibility in the same sentence? Woo! End of the world. And my favorite, of course, and everybody knows about Joe Barton. <laughs> I love his quote. Here he is, you know, up, uh, up there uh, looking at uh, Tony Hayward, that good-looking kind of guy, you know, with the nice hair, very charismatic. And he says, Tony, he didn't actually say Tony, but it sounds like a Tony. I think it's a tragedy of the first proportion that a private corporation can be subjected to what I would characterize as a shakedown. In this case, a $20 billion shakedown. That's what Barton said. I'm only speaking for myself. I'm not speaking for anybody else. He represents an entire district in Texas. I wonder how those people ever, ever voted for this beanbag. But he says, but I apologize. I do not want to live in a country where any time a citizen or a corporation does something that is legitimately wrong is subject to some sort of political pressure that is, again, in my words, amounts to a shakedown. So I apologize. Well, everybody, including bigwigs within his party, wants him to step down as a ranking member of the Energy Committee in the House. I join them in that. I think the man should be tarred and feathered and and railed out of town. But that's just me. But we'll be right back after this with more Joe Barton. 
Magog Brothers Atlantis Carpet Reclaimers. Yes, yes my, my brother, brother Gog was wrong about, about the comet. How were we to know it would land right in the middle of our giant warehouse? It's a cataclysmic sail down here. We're flooded. We're over our poor heads in remnants, burn ends, and labels from such naturally famous weaves as Royal Moo, Lemurian, Western S, and Munchkin Mills. Dog hairs, nerveball, slick snags, trip easy. We got them, you get them. Your nap will rise again, and that's my story. Good God, it's Magog Brothers Atlantis Carpet Reclaimers. Serving heater, hellmouth, and the low desert area. And we're back with more Joe Barton. In his 26 years in office, Congressman Joe has come up with some doozies, culminating with his apology, of course, to Tony Hayward for the Obama shakedown. Uh, oh boy, you know, the Republicans are trying to get him off the committee and the, the Democrats are pledging to just squeeze this situation as much as they can until the election. Well, here are five other Barton specials, you know, the not-so-finest moments of this Texas congressman. Number one, Barton is a longtime denier of global warming. He's called it a triumph over good sense and science. And in 2007 in hearings, he told Al Gore, you're not just awful little, you're totally wrong. In railing against House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's passage of global warming legislation last year, Barton said, you can't regulate God. Not even the Democratic majority in the U.S. Congress can regulate God. Okay, time for number two. Now, this is one of my all-time favorites. Remember, this is coming from the mouth of a U.S. congressman who is actually elected by U.S. citizens, not by aliens from Neptune. Be afraid. Be very afraid. All right. Barton has used the threat of global warming to combat something he hates even more, wind energy. In a 2009 hearing, Barton implied that wind is a finite resource and that harnessing it would slow the winds down and would cause the temperature to go up. It doesn't get better. Number three. During the 2005 energy bill negotiations, Barton earned the nickname Smokey Joe from environmental groups for championing MTBE, a gas additive that's made in his district, which turned out to be a highly dangerous water pollutant. Number four, in discussing, what else, energy legislation, Barton said in a press conference that Representative Henry Waxman didn't have the nuts to pass his energy bill in May 2009. He then followed with the admission, to much guffawing, nor do I. He explained twice how this metaphor was taken from Texas Hold'em, where having the nuts means having the best hand. But everybody in the room, laughing like sixth graders, heard only nuts, nuts, nuts. And number five, when talking about climate change on C-SPAN in March 2007, Barton attempts to discount climate change studies by explaining that temperature is determined by cloud shape. But his discussion of the various shapes... Quote, tall clouds or skinny clouds, short clouds, fat clouds, high clouds, low clouds, comes off more as Sesame Street science. Thank you, Selma. I just want to say that I've been really good to myself, and I'm really getting high on myself, and I really like what I'm doing. One, two, three, four. I walk the train yards, I stalk 
friend Nobody's a warming love to me I'm continental I'm never mental I can't just whip it's a tip I'm a cat be gentle You let the rain pour What does it matter I'm bigger and bolder Charlie I'm black or yeah I'm a whole lot Everybody's got a gorilla inside him And uh, sooner or later, Charlie, you're gonna have to let him go And when you do, he's gonna walk And when that gorilla walks, he's gonna walk a little something like this Is a warning, a poor me. Well, just to show you that uh, that some Republican uh, office holders really have, um, you know, the interests of the voter and the citizen at heart. Uh, uh, here is Sam Brownback. He's a Republican. He's running for governor of Kansas. That's right. He's been right senator, now. and now he's going to yeah. run for governor because he just can't give us enough. Well, he has proposed a new Kansas entity, the state office of the repealer. Yes, whose job it uh, would be to start disposing of all the silly, needless, over-the-top regulations that state officials have dreamed up. People just love this idea, Mr. Brownback said, smiling broadly, according to the reporter. The repealer. The repealer. They feel like they're getting their brains regulated out of them. Okay? I... Okay. All right. No, I'm not going to parse that one. Go right ahead. Don't even go there. None of these people can use the English language. Case in point, Mr. Brownback said, the rejoicing of residents in Saline County, Kansas, or Saline County, I'm not sure, when a strict fireworks ban was lifted there. Mr. Brownback recalled the mood. It was kind of like, I got a little piece of liberty back. Now, all those kids <laughs> with the blown-off fingers... Well, they're free to do they're that. They're free to just do that now, in, uh, in at least in this county, Saline County. It's, uh, we're, okay, the idea of shedding archaic and dopey laws is not new. In Missouri, lawmakers passed legislation this spring that repealed more than 200 sections of statutes, including uh, uh, things pertaining to the regulation of steamboats, steam engines, pool halls, and margarine. I think uh, uh, regulating pool halls is certainly in the public interest. They're and I think they ought to take the color out of margarine, just like I was a kid. It comes white with a little pack, and a little it's pack. awful, and, and you don't want to go near it afterwards. Oh, it's just lard, and then you squeeze the yellow stuff in it. Man, well, just to, just to finish this off, this is not going to cost the government. There's no new jobs here. Brownback right. has made sure that there won't be the repealer 
he said, would not mean yet another government salary, but would come from an existing state position reassigned to the task of elimination. Okay. How about the hangman? I think they still have a hangman in Kansas.